we're stuck in this swing of either rebounding or extreme health eating, and we're having a really difficult time finding balance. Welcome to Somatic Digest, the podcast, the place you come to find love, joy, and acceptance in your body. I'm your host, Kim, a registered dietitian whose mission is to bring tangible tips for you to build the ideal relationship with your body. I'll be sharing principles to connect you back to your natural state of being. We will honor emotions and create conversations that will allow your nervous system to relax. Throughout the episodes, you will develop an understanding to what your body is truly telling you. I'm so grateful you're here. Be sure to subscribe. Now let's get to the show. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to be back. I know it's funny to say to be back because the podcast never took a break, but last week's episode, episode 32, was all with Jess Dennis and talking about breaking up with alcohol and really this life without alcohol. And so it hasn't really been my normal routine. Like I got out of my normal routine of recording a podcast episode every week since we did an interview and I'm so excited to be back. I really enjoy podcasting. I love long form content. I love um, devouring long form content. And so I love bringing an explanation because I'm such an investigator. I love getting to the bottom of things. I love sharing tips and tricks and hacks all for you to take and absorb and then use in whatever way fits your life. So today's episode is all going to be about the biggest mistake that I see people making with food. And this, I see it with my clients. I see it with people when I'm talking to them in their DMs and we're kind of vetting each other for working together and really helping heal their relationship to food. I see this problem a lot. I got a question this weekend. I get a lot of food questions, a lot of food judgments, and a lot of skepticism from other people because I'm a registered dietitian. So if you're new to the podcast, hello, I'd love to have you here. Welcome. And I want to take a moment just to tell you a little bit about who I am because it'll make more sense through this story, like what happened this past weekend and you know, why I see people making what I call is mistakes. So I'm a registered dietitian. Now, what that means is I went to a university, got a degree in nutrition, human nutrition and dietetics. And then I had to do an extensive internship where I had to go, you know, I had to work in a hospital, I had to work in a school, I had to work all over for free to really understand how nutrition plays a role in all areas of our life. It's literally, I mean, I think now I'm saying it and I don't mean, I mean, pun intended, but it's literally the center of our table, like truly. And so I had to work in all these different areas to see how nutrition impacts every area of our life. But what's really interesting was Eric, my husband, Eric had asked me this past weekend, like, what made you want to do like why dietetics? And I was like, honestly, I wanted to be a 
a heart surgeon. Like when I was 15, I wanted to be a heart surgeon, but I lived on 20 acres, really small town, farm town. We, oh, we had this massive garden. Like my dad's garden was half of our backyard. Like the rest of our, um, land was farm that we would like agriculture farms, but half of our actual backyard, we mowed half of it and the rest was a garden. So I was around like nature. I was in nature a lot around food. My first job was a farm stand. I worked at a farm stand and sold produce, sold produce on the side of the road. I was always fascinated about how you could grow your own food and it was delicious. And then I also was always interested in healthcare. I was always interested in being a a helper or a healer of some sorts. And so pulling it all together, I stumbled upon dietetics and human nutrition. What's really interesting though, when I got into my undergrad, so I moved from Michigan to Colorado, which is always so insane for me to say, I can't believe that I moved, you know, I don't even know how many miles I want to say, I feel like it was a lot. I moved from Michigan to Colorado by myself, packed my car. My mom and my sisters moved me out here. And I remember driving them to the airport and I was driving back to the town I was going to live in. And I felt like, what the hell did I just do? Like, how am I going to do this all by myself? And I never really thought that homesickness was like a real thing, but If you have ever experienced homesickness or moved away, it's a real thing, right? It's crazy. But okay, anyway, I'm long-winded. This will all make sense, I promise. I remember my advisor at the university I went to told me straight up, you are not going to be a dietitian. There's no way you're going to continue on this path. You're going to be a dietitian. Eric still to this day is like, I can't believe an advisor a university advisor told you that. I honestly am so grateful that she did tell me that because I thrive in that environment. Like I'm like, I don't know if you can relate to it. It's like, tell me not to, and I'll, I'll prove you wrong. And I feel that it's important to share that story because I have such resilience and I love to, to challenge the beliefs, if you will. And that is true in my brand, the somatic dietitian. It's true in my coaching spheres. When I'm working with people one-on-one, I love to challenge the belief of like, well, is that true for you? Because if I would have taken that advisor's truth on as my truth, you're right. I wouldn't have been a dietitian, but I was like, well, is there any truth to this? Like, yeah, there probably could have been some truth, but I decided I was no longer going to do that to make that my truth anymore. And this is exactly the personal experience that I bring to my coaching container, because a lot of the times we're unsure about our mindset with nutrition or our views on food and how they're impacting and like, will I ever be able to let this go? So many times I hear a fear of committing 
to intuitive eating or committing to my program specifically because we have failed so many different diets. And so it's really challenging that belief like, is this something you really want to solve? Then let's get into it. And this is where I thrive. This is why a lot of my clients do so well in my program because they have me really investigating to the root cause of that belief so that we can really change it once and for all. Okay, so this weekend, this weekend we had family in town and being a dietitian and when somebody, you, you know, when you're on an airplane and you're like, do I feel like talking? Like, okay, I'll tell you what I'm, what I do or whatever. I, when I tell someone, oh, I'm a dietitian, they either, they respond in a couple ways. One, I've had things where I'll be eating dinner with someone that like, I didn't know the significant other. And then I say I'm a dietitian and immediately the food shame comes out where they're like, oh God, don't look at how much butter I just put on this bread. And then I'm like, I happen to just forget the butter because they didn't have it out when I was getting my plate. So now I'm like, oh my gosh, now you think I didn't get the butter because I think it's bad, but really I honestly just forgot. And I'm like, where's the butter? Like, and every single time I tell people like, I don't care what you eat. Like nobody ever believes me. So this weekend, one of our family members had asked me, so what, what do you think about like unhealthy food or like, what do you think about no nutritious food? I can't exactly remember how it was worded, but I, my answer is always the same. I'm like, honestly, I feel that there's a time and a place for all food. And they're like, yeah, but like, seriously, and here's what I thought. I just choose not to engage. Like, I'm like, you know, people have food beliefs that they have. And if they're not willing to or asking to be challenged on their food beliefs, like I'm not going in. I'm not going to give advice to someone who doesn't want to hear it. You know, like it it doesn't make either of us feel good. So I just choose like eh, whatever, you know, like if you're really asking me, cool. But a lot of the times people just want to tell me their nutrition advice, even though I'm like, not asking for it. <laughs> like I asked for it when I went to school to really understand all of it, you know? But so the challenge was, yeah, but like how is it like it's always go it always goes to junk food. And I, you know, I chose not to engage, but in my mind I was thinking like what's a good analogy here? Birthday cake. Birthday cake. Don't you think that there's a time and a place for birthday cake? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Could you imagine having a birthday and not being able to enjoy your birthday cake? Like that would suck. That would suck. Like that is why I truly believe that there is a time and a place for all food. But the biggest mistake that we are making when it comes to food is we're being so serious about food choices. And this has been a thing that I have decided that I'm going to challenge, like a belief that I'm going to challenge, because there's this belief that diet and health and wellness can't be fun. And I had that mindset too. Like, I'm like, there's no way I can enjoy my food and feel good in my body. But I'm here to tell you that you can. The number one reason that there is so much like seriousness or obsession on food is because we either go one of two ways. We're either going this healthy eating route 
or we're rebounding because we went so like steadfast, healthy eating that we're rebounding. And now we're like, forget it. All I want is cake because I couldn't have cake and I was dieting on my birthday. So I didn't have cake and I didn't have ice cream and I missed the cake at graduation or I missed the cake at my son's birthday, whatever it is. We are literally on a pendulum swing going back and forth. And all we really want in everything in life is to truly just find balance. The thing, though, is that nutrition is so confusing. Like, it's so confusing. I have a pretty big understanding of nutrition and I'm still like, geez, this is so overwhelming. (laughs) Like, and it isn't just with nutrition. Like, it's with everything. Like, even in you know, business, if you're if you're a business person or you're huge into like personal development, whatever it is, we look for tips and hacks and tricks everywhere for whatever problem we're trying to solve. Like if you're like me, it can be health and wellness. If you're like me and you're into like business and personal development, you're following all those accounts, right? And every single person has some sort of freebie or webinar or masterclass or something. So everyone's like, come to this, come to this, come to this. And it sounds great, right? So I mean, I'm like, yep, here's my email. Here's my email. Here's my email. And then sometimes we don't even open those emails. We don't even grab that free class. We don't do that little training. We haven't even opened the workbook, right? We're listening to all the podcast. We're so overwhelmed with everything. And when it comes to nutrition, everybody has an opinion because all of us eat, like truly everybody eats. So we all have our own truth when it comes to food and nutrition, because we all have our own experience. It's different when someone's like starting a business because not everybody owns their own business. So not everybody has that experience, but food, every single person on this world has eaten some time. And so they have their own experience. So they have their own truth. And everybody loves to share their own perspective, of course. But it's really taking a step back and a reminder, not only just, you know, for you listening, but also for me, like taking a step back when we're looking, deciding, okay, who am I really deciding whose information I want to consume? Like their belief their experience, like what makes their experience resonate more with you than someone else's and really vetting them. Like I'm telling you that I'm a registered dietitian to kind of share the difference in my perspective from maybe someone else's, but I also am encouraging you to vet me. Like my DMs on Instagram at the somatic dietitian, they're always open and I'm always in my DMs. Like If you guys have heard me on some, I've been on several podcast interviews. I've had one on here. I am chatting with everyone because I love connecting with people. I think there's just a lot of air sign in my (laughs) astrology chart, but I love like chatting. I like hearing other people's and I also like to challenge my beliefs. So I want you to kind of, if you're getting overwhelmed with all the different nutrition and fitness advice. And if you're listening to this podcast, then it's something you're interested in. I want you to take a step back and decide whose information do you really like and where are you getting confused? Because 
having all these different approaches, like, dude, no wonder we all feel like we have no brain power. We're overwhelmed. We all feel like we have ADHD. We're like squirrels running around. Like, it's because we're bouncing around from their idea, their idea, their idea, their their way of eating, their approach on food, their way of health and wellness. And I am in the belief that it's not a one size fits all. That's why I love intuitive eating. So this intuitive eating is really finding the balance. So going on this pendulum swing of deciding, okay, healthy eating, I want to feel better. I want to look better. I want to do better in my body. I want to have more energy to run after my kids. I need to, do, I need to eat healthy. And doing that for a while and then being like, well, I'm tired of missing the birthday cake for my kid's birthday. I'm tired of not having pizza night with my family. I'm tired of making two different meals. I'm tired of only having salad when everybody gets to go out for chicken tenders. And then ultimately on Friday night when the kids go to bed, I'm tired of binging on everything I said I wasn't going to eat. And then we rebound. And however the rebound is looking for you, but the reason the rebound is happening is because we're making the mistake of going only health focused 100% of the time. And it's confusing to think like, okay, well, so then I'll focus mainly on healthy food and add in a little bit of like what I call as play food or junk food. Like, yes, yes. Ultimately, that's intuitive eating. That's what we're looking for. But you have to give yourself permission to eat the in quotes junk food before you focus so much on the health part of it. It's really working backwards. I know this doesn't make sense, but anchor into that that piece of my story, the piece where somebody had told me that I couldn't do this and I challenged them that we could. I know this sounds backwards, but this is the reason why it works because everything we have thought before is, okay, I have to focus on health and wellness and healthy eating first, and then everything else will get in line. But no, it's actually, okay, I have to focus on this, like, why do I keep eating so many barbecue chips that I literally feel I can't keep them in my house, or I'm just hand after hand after hand in the M&M bag till my stomach hurts? What is going on here? What's really going on here? And me really being that investigator and having experience, personal experience, but also experience with clients to really overcome that is how you get to the bottom. We have so much food worry going on. Like, is this healthy? What will this do to me? What will this do to my hormones? What will it do if I have it? Why can't, why, what's wrong with me? Why can I not stop having it? How come this happens every week? Now I can't even exercise because I've ate myself into feeling sick. So much worry. But in order to fix that worry, you can't block it off. You have to face it. So just wrapping up here, the biggest mistake that I see people making with food is that we're so focused on the health and nutrition and diet aspect, the, nu- the, the health aspects of food that we're causing so much worry when we try to in- live our lives a little bit and enjoy food a little bit. And we're stuck in this swing of either 
rebounding or extreme health eating, and we're having a really difficult time finding balance. So really embrace like your action step this week. I like to give action steps. So your action step this week is really embracing. What if you could have, let's go back to the barbecue chips. What if you could just keep barbecue chips in your house? Like what if you could, or whatever food that is for you, maybe it's M&Ms, maybe it's a drumstick, maybe it's, you know, the barbecue chips, whatever it is, what if you could keep it in your house? And if you need some tips to try eating them often to like give yourself permission to eat food, I've done podcasts where it's like unconditional permission to eat food, but message me at the somatic dietitian. We can kind of chat through some of those and really get down to the bottom of what your personal mindset is saying about that food, because that's ultimately how you find peace with it. Okay, my friend, with all my appreciation and love, I'll catch you on the next episode for cravings versus hopings. Chat with you then. If you are ready to take your relationship with yourself and food to the next level, I invite you to apply to my physical decoding program. In my program, I help women release the confusion, judgment, and comparison they feel with themselves. They learn to empower themselves using food in a way that aligns with their lifestyle. Through my program, they learn emotional regulation, how to honor their physical needs and respect their body, all while continuing to enjoy life and food at all the parties and events. You can grab your spot by clicking the link in the description below. I'm honored to help you feel loved and accepted in your body now.